Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey guys, you're here with Taylor as we read through the book of Acts in our Bible reading plan. And so today we're up to Acts 19 and it is titled The Apostle Paul in Ephesus. So why don't we jump into that and see what Paul is getting up to. While Apollos was ministering in Corinth, Paul travelled on through the region of Turkey until he arrived in Ephesus, where he found a group of 12 followers of Jesus. The first thing he asked them was, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? No, they replied. We've not even heard of this Holy Spirit. Paul asked, Then what was the meaning of your baptism? And they responded, It meant that we would follow John's teaching. Paul said John's baptism was for those who were turning from their sins. And he taught you to believe in and follow the one who was coming after him, Jesus, the Anointed One. When they understood this, they were baptized in the authority of Jesus, the Anointed One. And when Paul laid his hands on each one of the twelve, the Holy Spirit manifested, and they immediately spoke in tongues and prophesied. For three months, Paul taught openly and freely in the synagogues, arguing profusely for them to enter into God's kingdom realm. But some of them hardened their hearts and stubbornly refused to believe. When they spoke evil of the way in front of the congregation, Paul withdrew from them and took the believers with him. Every day for two years he taught them in the lecture hall of Tyrannus, which resulted in everyone living in the providence of Asia, Jews and non-Jews, hearing the prophetic word of the Lord. God kept releasing a flow of extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul. Because of this, people took Paul's handkerchiefs and articles of clothing even pieces of cloth that had touched his skin, laying them on the bodies of the sick and the diseased, and demons left them, and they were healed. Now there were seven itinerant Jewish exorcists, sons of several high priests, who took it upon themselves to use the name and authority of Jesus over those who were demonized. They would say, We cast you out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. One day, when they said those words, the demons in the man replied, I know about Jesus, and I recognize Paul, but who do you think you are? Then the demonized man jumped on them and threw them to the ground, beating them mercilessly. He overpowered the seven exorcists until they all ran out of the house naked and badly bruised. All of the people in Ephesus were awestruck, both Jews and non-Jews, when they heard about what had happened. Great fear fell over the entire city, and the authority of the name of Jesus was exalted. Many believers publicly confessed their sins and disclosed their secrets. Large numbers of those who had been practicing magic took all of their books and scrolls and spells and incantations and publicly burnt them. When the value of all the books and the scrolls was calculated, it came to several million dollars. The power of God caused the word to be spread and the people were greatly impacted. Paul had it in his heart to go to Jerusalem and on his way there to revisit the place in Greece where he had ministered. After that, he said, I have to go to Rome also. So he sent ahead into Macedonia two of his ministry assistants, Timothy and Erastus, while he remained in western Turkey. At that time, a major disruption erupted in Ephesus over the people following God's way. It began with a wealthy man named Demetrius, who had built a large business and enriched many craftsmen by manufacturing silver shrines of the Greek goddess Artemis. Demetrius called a meeting for his employees, along with all the various tradespeople of Ephesus, and said, You know our prosperous livelihood is being threatened by this Paul. 
who is pressuring crowds of people to turn away from our gods. We make a good living by doing what we do, but everywhere Paul goes, not only here in Ephesus, but throughout Western Turkey, he's convincing people that there's no such thing as a God made with hands. Our businesses are in danger of being discarded. And not only that, but the temple of our great goddess Artemis is being dishonored and seen worthless. She is the goddess of all of Western Turkey and is worshipped in all of the world. But if this outrage continues, everyone everywhere will suffer the loss of her magnificent greatness. When the people heard this, they were filled with boiling rage. They shouted over and over, Artemis, the great goddess of Ephesus. The entire city was thrown into chaos and everyone rushed into the stadium together and they dragged with them Paul's travelling companions from Macedonia. When Paul attempted to go in and speak to the massive crowds, the disciples wouldn't let him. Some of the high-ranking governing officials of the region, because they loved him, sent Paul an urgent message saying, whatever you do, don't step foot in that stadium. The frenzied crowd shouting one thing and others shouting something else until they were all in mass confusion, with many not even knowing why they were there. Some of the Jews pushed forward a Jewish man named Alexandra to be their spokesman and different factions of the crowd shouted instructions at him. He stood before the people and motioned for everyone to be quiet so he could be heard. But when he began to speak, they realized that he was a Jew, so they shouted him down. For nearly two hours, they shouted over and over, Great is Artemis, the goddess of Ephesians. Eventually, the mayor of the city was able to quiet them down. He said, Fellow citizens, who in the world doesn't know that we are devoted to the great temple of Artemis? and to her image that fell from Zeus out of heaven. Since no one can deny it, you should all just be quiet, calm down, and don't do anything hasty. For you have brought these men before us who aren't guilty of any crime. They are neither temple robbers nor blasphemers of our goddess. And so we'll leave it there in verse 37. There's a few more verses to go if you want to finish that off. But what I want to make note to is Paul's um, boldness. You know, we see this crowd of people that are annoyed. And so again, we see this contrast between people getting saved, people turning away from their gods, and also people getting frustrated about what the gospel is doing. But what I want to say is we can't let that frustration stop us from doing what God has called us to do. And so be encouraged today that God is good all the time and that even though there's opposition, it doesn't mean we should give up. How about we pray? Thank you, Lord Jesus, that the same courage that lies in Paul can lie in us. Thank you, God, that despite the opposition that might seem so obvious around us, that you are still working, that your plan is going to prosper, that your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And we get to partner with you in that, in your holy and precious name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.